We are here. We have our special guest. You almost didn't make it. The, I the almost didn't make it. Parking, is... you know, L.A. parking. I had to back into a teeny, teeny spot, and little Tracy's heart got squished. But you yeah. did it. But I did you it. did it. Tracy it was an exercise Ellis in serenity. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy... Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. Tracy Ellis Ross is here. When did you get your driver's license? How long have you been driving? Oh, I've been driving for a long time. And I'm actually a very good driver, but there's certain... There's certain things that like I, I that make me like panic. Yeah. Um. And it's so funny because isn't that such like an exercise in serenity? Yes. Where you're like I'm panicked, but I still have to show up anyway. Right. So how do you how do you like be with that and keep moving? Parking can do right. it too. Parking's really stressful. Like in those moments when you can't get in the parallel parking situation. And I'm a really good parallel parker. Are you? I think it was a combination of I was late, which really bothers me, but I couldn't find the gate to turn into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tricky one. And then one. there's traffic on Sunset, so in order to go around and get back to the ah, gate. Right. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting later. And then I got in the gate and he came down and he was like, go that way. So I parked in a spot and I was like, cool, I'm good. And then... They were like, you got to back up. Yeah. And that in and of itself, backing up. Mm. Uh -huh. tight I'm not spaces. a backer upper. Right. And then there was a teeny spot to get into. And the only way to get into it was to back into the nope. spot. Oh, okay. And that's where I started to get a little tight in the belly. How, how old were you when you got your driver's license? <laughs> I think I was 16. 16. Yeah. Did you practice before? Like, did you steal your parents' car when you were 12? No. No, you weren't interested. No, I mean, um, we had a, the family car. It was a Honda Accord. Mm -hmm. My sister had already learned how to drive. Mm -hmm. So um, this is in Connecticut. This is in. That's right, somewhere. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this was somewhere. Yeah. And <laughs> um, and I practiced with my sister's car, and we had a great driving teacher who taught me how to parallel park mm -hmm. using the teeny little cars, matchbox cars, mm -hmm. and she had a three ring binder and there was tape on it and she would show you how to back in and how to turn the wheel. Oh, Which is great, except that has good. nothing to do with when you get in the car. I will agree with that, but I have to say that I still use her tip, which is when you get to the back door. Yeah. Then you start turning then you turn in. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I and use you, that tip all the time. And my car is, is for bad drivers because it has all of the things. Like it goes beep, 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 uh -huh. beep. If you're too close, right. yeah. it will stop your car if you're getting towards something in the front or the back, like yeah. all those kinds of things. But does it bake a cherry pie? It doesn't bake cherry pie. Well, it does not have it. sex with me. Uh -huh. Return it. It does not <laughs> pack for me. It does not. Send it back. Let, no, let's think. What else? Look at your great nails. Let me see. Yeah, there, there. There's a lot of nail Killing going on it. there. Yes. Thank you. Now you've got a tasteful By the way, nail there. Can I just yeah, say, like, hi, and I love you, and I'm so excited, and I hate <laughs> that I have not been able to get my ass on your show because we ask every year. Because every year you tape when we're taping, right? Yeah. And it's a, and so I was like, you know, fuck that shit. I'm going on the yeah. podcast because uh -huh. I'm gonna get me some rue if it's the last yeah. thing I do. Okay. And by your show, you're talking about black. I'm talking Blackish, about Blackish. Yes, yeah. yes. Which um, you're nominated again for, for an, an Emmy. Emmy and lead actress in a comedy series for amazing. a second time. Did it's you amazing. know that it's been thirty years? Since over she was, thirty. Over years thirty years since a black woman was nominated or won. And Isabel Dianne Carroll. I think it was Isabel Stanford. No, Diane Carroll was not in comedy category. Oh, that's right. Um, it was Isabel Stanford. Yeah. Wow. But Rue and I have a long-standing relationship. Yes. 
I mean, we have a, a long love. Longer it's, than you were even around. Yes. You know? Okay, maybe, but me, me, not yeah. my mama. Yeah. Me. Yeah. We have a long standing relationship. Yeah. I interviewed you. With my whole you, family. With the whole family. Yeah. I interviewed you and your sister Rhonda mm-hmm. on uh, WNEW yes. about 13 or 14 years ago. I feel like it was longer than that. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been longer than that. Yeah. But, you know, um, listen, you know, you have made a name for yourself. I'm, I told Michelle earlier, I'm going to refrain from going back to your mother who it's hard to not talk about her because because I'm wearing a t-shirt you're wearing her her t-shirt on it and she's such a huge part of my life and a huge part of pop culture history she's one of the greatest stars to ever grace the world and you know that I do know that and she's not only uh, responsible for bringing me into the world but also creating a space and carving out a road that makes it possible for my career to be happening absolutely and Beyonce and uh, every other female I mean Demi Lovato just mentions my mom in her new song did you see no what song is this sorry not sorry no, no, honey. It just came uh, out. I'm going to uh, look it up on my phone. Yeah. It's DJ Jax, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I can't remember the name of the song. Yeah. But and Demi she, could sing her ass off. She, she certainly can. full on Diana Rosses it in the song, yeah. and it's amazing. Oh, right. It was so amazing. Right. I'm like, all the, you know, still, my mom is still a really good reference. Well, yeah. yeah. No, and she, she will never, I mean, you know, I, I, I can go on. but And I'm going to try to be tasteful with the times <laughs> I bring her up. Now, you're wearing a Diana Ross t shirt right am, now. And is that a bootleg? <laughs> I write at Urban Outfitters. I don't know. No, okay. it's not. Uh. One of my best friends um, is manager for a chain of extraordinary um, vintage stores across the southern mm-hmm. state of California, southern Southlands, and she every time a Diana Ross T-shirt comes across their stores yeah. she pulls them for me uh-huh. and i have a great collection of Aww. sweatshirts and t-shirts because of it yeah and that i don't know for some reason i i thought it would work for today not even realizing that i was coming here because i've been wearing it all day and you know sometimes i just need mommy close to my heart yeah Aww. so yeah. you said you talk to her every morning how early in the morning do you get up oh so well sometimes i get up for work at like 4 30. Sure. my yeah. mom's usually awake um really why, why is she awake i, I don't know she wakes up she early. goes to bed early she goes to bed early, but she wakes up early. But yeah. I, um, like you, yeah. I just, I, so I do too, by the way. Mm. Um, I just love talking to my mom first thing in the morning. I don't mm. know. I've kind of always done that. I guess as a kid, I used to get in bed with her in the morning. And was it always you and her or all the other kids the same way? I think everybody has a different rhythm with how. Different time. Yeah, different rhythm and, and how they talk to mom. I think I'm the only one that does the morning. And I think I might be the one that talks to my mom the most. Really? I'm not well, sure like, about when you, that. When you talk in the morning, you're like, girl, oh, I had the lasagna last night. Do you have the lasagna? Oh, it's a, what, well, you should take a little baking soda. No. Is it that kind of a No, talk? I usually say, hi, mommy. Uh-huh. And then I don't know what we talk about. Yeah. I really don't. Half the time, I'm not totally awake. Yeah. Right. Um, and I kind of lay in bed and like sit the phone on my head and uh-huh. until I wake up. Yeah. And then sometimes she'll say, "Okay, I gotta go get my coffee or whatever," and or I got, I'm like, I gotta get up and get dressed. But yeah. I don't. I honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what we always talk about in the morning. Huh. Sometimes we're catching up on sort of what's been happening, what's happening with the other siblings, because you know there's a lot of us. Yes, there are five um, kids. It's often my mom. Grandbabies. Yes, often my mom will say things like. Have you talked to your siblings? And I'm like, yeah. And I'll give her the update on what I've got, and she'll give me the update on mm-hmm. what she's got. Mm-hmm. I mean, just normal mommy daughter chat. Normal mommy daughter yeah. chat. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. It's so funny. I don't know what we talk about. But she's on tour right now, so I haven't gotten all my, you know, right. mommy morning chats. Right. Now, when you come from a big family like that, how do you negotiate who gets FaceTime or 
phone time with mama. First of all, I've never even thought that there was uh, having to negotiate that. My mom is the most available mommy ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't know how she does it. I even remember I was having the other day at Essence because my sister has been opening for my mom on tour. Amazing. But my sister Rhonda, who's an amazing storyteller and singer and musician, she uh, did her own main stage performance. Mm -hmm at Essence, which was very exciting. And then the two of us were in my mom's dressing room chatting and kikiing and whatever, and my mom was doing her makeup, and I was like, guys, stop. And they were like, what? And I was like, having a total flashback to us as we little people in this same scenario. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy, because mm -hmm. we are not we little people anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm 44, Rhonda's 45, uh -huh. mom's 73. Uh -huh. And we were still doing the same thing, and Rhonda had just come off stage, and I was like, wow, what a special thing. Wow. And um, it's I'm such a- that was still so, doing it, right? So amazing, yeah. Yeah. and you know, um, such a, a comfortable place for right. me. And I was thinking of when we were little, there were so many times when we would be arguing or whatever it is that kids and siblings do and you, you know, run into mom's dressing room mm -hmm. and like, meh, 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 meh. and I don't have any memory of my mom saying not now, like mm -hmm. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. There was always like, you know. Was her mother like that? Because her mother would take care of you kids. Ernestine. Yeah. Yes. My mother's name is Ernestine is that also. True? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a beautiful name. It people is. Don't, no, it doesn't anymore. People need to. Yeah, yeah. But so, what, so do you think your mother got that from your grandmother? Was she, your grandmother the same way? I don't know where my mom picked up her extraordinary parenting skills, but my mom is a very special woman in that sense. Um, she has a an. Um, an unencumbered heart mm -hmm. when it comes to the way that she loves. Mm -hmm. That there's not a lot of, um, she's not like a, where you, you hold on, what do you call it? A grudge keeper right. and all that kind of stuff. She's mm. just not that person. Mm. Um, so well, that's my job. That's your job? Are you a <laughs> grudge? will hold all the grudges. Is that true? Are you a grudge keeper? <laughs> you know what? I don't like it. You know, I'm Scorpio just like you. When's your birthday? I'm November 17th. Oh, you were November, so it's all a little hidden. Mine's on the October? surface. <laughs> Mine's, I'm October 29th. My, my Scorpio sting is right there on the front. Uh, Everybody knows it's there, yeah. and it ain't going anywhere. You, you November's, like, people don't know it's really there, and then it happens behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very true. And it's something I've had to deal with, and because and, I know that, that actually that stinger is pointed directly at me mm, yeah what do they say one pink finger pointed out there's yes. all those back yeah yeah so you know um you know i i i've i've been known to, to carry grudges and i also am very aware that i am the uh it, it only hurts me more you know yeah but um well they say resentment is taking taking the poison yourself and expecting someone else to die. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a good thing. But, you know, uh, you know, I medit I get up very early in the mm. morning. I meditate in the morning. And What kind of meditation do you do? You know, I after I stretch, because I'm old, um, mm -hmm. I stretch. I pray. I'm not religious. I don't, but I pray. I, so do I. You know, and after I pray, I cross my legs and I envision the world i envision looking at earth mm. and oh. then and i separate myself from myself ah. and so i can look down and i can um i become very aware of what my thoughts are mm -hmm. and just that separation from mm. body and mind into just whatever whatever yeah that's what i do yeah i i have a practice a spiritual practice and um by the way I, can we put a pin in and go back to you saying you're old and what your secrets are because <laughs> you're like can we, can we 
want to be that kind of like, old. Can we can we like talk about that for yeah. a second? But we'll just put a pin in that while we talk about meditation. Yeah. Right. We'll get back to the aesthetics later. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of you know they say um, praying is talking to God and meditating is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's God, whatever that is for you, nature, higher power. Yeah. Higher power. So um, I do something similar too. Um, I should stretch more, mm-hmm. um, but uh, my practice, my spiritual practice, is very based in talking out loud. Uh, it often starts with, hi, God, it's me. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> and I try and do it on my knees. There's uh-huh. something very special about that for me. Um, and then I do. I sit. I sit cross-legged, but I also do a lot of really good meditation in my bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beautiful thing about meditation for me is how portable it is. Yes. Um, I feel like there's a the practice of doing what you're doing while you're doing it or being where you are while you're there, um, being where my feet are. Um, has really changed my relationship to my world. Mm -hmm. I want to ask what the difference is, uh, because we talk about meditation a lot Mm. here in Spiritual Journey. Mm. I want to know, I started getting more into reading about and trying to discover this transcendental meditation journey. I actually don't know a lot about I don't either. Do you? I don't either. Uh -uh. No, I mean, I've sort of made up my meditation and spiritual practice Mm. um, by calling on and drawing from lots of different things that have worked for me on my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Pema Chodron, I don't know if you know who that is, Mm -mm. but she's a, a... spiritual teacher. I I think she's a Buddhist monk. I don't Mm -hmm. know what her title would be or label, but she had a book that I originally discovered called When Things Fall Apart. Um, And it was the first time I felt like somebody speaking a spiritual language sat down next to me instead of so far in front of me. Mm -hmm. Because often I feel like certain people communicate about um, a spiritual practice or meditation and it feels like it's so out of my reach Mm -hmm. that like it kind of makes me feel bad about where I'm at or what I'm incapable of or capable of or whatever that is. And it felt like she sat down right next to me. Right in the experience. What's the name again? When things pa- fall apart. So Pema Chodron. Pema Chodron. P e m a Chodron. C h o d r o n. I believe. Mm-hmm. And the book When Things Fall Apart was actually. Um, I don't know. I, I I resisted it for so long because I was like I don't the idea of things falling apart that didn't sound exciting to me. Mm-hmm. But when I read it, it actually felt like just a hug. Like somebody mm-hmm. met me right where I was and said, like, where you are is actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's where I came up with, I don't know if you've seen that quote that um, came out of a meditation practice for me and a conversation with my mom. Um, May the space between where I am and where I want to be um, inspire me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know about you, but I find that there's these times when you like see where you want to be, whether it's externally, like I want to be doing this in my career, or there's this thing that I can't seem to stop doing in myself that I know is not working for me mm-hmm. um, and is not being effective in my life. And how can I stop doing that? And the affirmation thing of like, I am where you sort of name what you want to be mm-hmm. always felt like it didn't quite match it made me feel bad about where I was. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm. I felt like the may I is like a gentle invitation. Like it acknowledges where you're at, but gently coaxes you towards where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then that space between where I am and where I want to be becomes actually um, a space of awareness and um, inspiration. Which could work really well with what we were talking about with cleaning out the inventory. Yeah, mm. right, and right. 
But I think it also acknowledges that um, that there is another force outside of your yeah. own consciousness, and it it surrenders to that. Mm. And I think just that acknowledgement alone sort of recalibrates yeah, yeah. your whole consciousness, and yeah. that's and, and like the act of getting on your knees mm. actually uh, recognizes uh, and 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 is pays reverence to another power. So, I mean, yeah, you know, someone's, I remember early on somebody just breaking it down this way, like, do you ever question what happens when you flip the light switch and the light turns on? Right, right. You know, that there's actually something that's occurring, mm -hmm. right, that's bigger than the light switch. Mm -hmm. and That um, you can count on. That you can count on. Mm -hmm. And that has been my experience in my life, is that um, I don't know that I could articulate it to somebody what I believe higher power or God Doesn't is. Matter. And mm. I don't know that it matters. Mm. It does matter to some people. Some, yeah, some people, people feel does. very threatened by not having a name, a name yeah. for mm -hmm. that. Um, it doesn't feel threatening to me. It feels mm -hmm. um, actually very supportive. Mm -hmm. I'm very freeing. Um, but acknowledging and making space for and actually being a part of, like one of, a worker among workers or whatever that is, like mm -hmm. creates... Um, a space for me to not have to have it all on my shoulders. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. We're going to take a quick break. We've got Tracy Ellis Ross with you. We're going to talk about the Emmy nomination. We're going to talk <laughs> about Blackish and so and much. And we're going to talk about how you look so good. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about, people. <laughs> I love it. All right, we'll be right back after this. You know, if you want to invest in your life, invest in a good night's sleep. And mm. that's where Casper mattresses come in. It is a quality mattress. And I know, Michelle, you've talked about it for a long time. I swear by it. It is really an investment in your, your health and your livelihood. You know, as far as they come with medicine, we're all evolving. All these things are evolving. And these things that are coming out are really important. And it mm. has to do with sleep. Yes. Just as important as a healthy diet, whichever way you choose to eat, mm -hmm. as long as it's healthy, is no stress... Right, reducing stress yes, yeah. and getting a full night's sleep. Getting a full night's sleep because you have to allow your body time to heal. Your body will heal itself. It needs to recharge. It has to recharge. That's why a good night's sleep is so important. That's why Casper mattresses are, are such a great uh, addition to your your livelihood, to your health. Yep. It, it, and here's the thing why I love it, you guys, and it's no lie. I have one. I live for it. It combines supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. So there's like that hybrid mattress that they have, right? Sure. And it's so fantastic because unlike some of the other mattresses that you sink into, mm -hmm. it's not that. And the other one that you bounce off of, yeah. it's not that. It's the perfect, like, mel what's the word? Me Amalgamation. Oh, I like that. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, well, let's just go with it even if it's wrong. Sure. Don't tell me because you're my bubble. Uh -huh. Casper mattress is amazing. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. You can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund you everything. You can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash rue and using that offer code RU. So what you waiting for? Go to casper.com slash RU and get started today. Terms and conditions apply. We've got Tracy Ellis Ross nominated for an Emmy the second time. I the really show. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, um, it should. sounds great. And you've worked so hard. I remember seeing you on, um, on public act. Was it public yes. access? Yes, <gasps> Ellen and Susie. Yes. Yes, that was. I don't know how long Alan ago that was. Susie? Alan, Alan and Susie. Alan and Susie. I would oh do Tracy's God. top ten. Yes, that's right. That's going way. That's going way back. back. That's. I don't know. How, even how, I don't know how long ago that was. I really don't. Uh, it was a very long time. A very ago. long time ago. <laughs> okay, it was before I moved to L.A. Yeah. 
And actually, I remember seeing you in like a Datsun or a Toyota commercial where you're crossing the Verrazano Bridge. commercial. Yes. And that is when I got my SAG card. Is I was it? tapped Hartley yeah. right into the agency, wow. kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. God, that's a really long time that's ago. That's a long time ago. She's driving over the Verrazano mm-hmm. Bridge. I always put an N in there. Verrazano. Mm-hmm. Verrazano Bridge. Right. I like the N. Verrazano. 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 It gives it. It's a little like pizza. Right. The Ver- it's like a Veranzano pizza. Oh, that yes. sounds so good. Yeah, yes. a I want a whole pie. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is? A Veranzano is two pizzas on top of each other, uh. cheese to cheese. All right. <laughs> you don't have to ask us twice. We'll take it. That's with a, a Veranzano. <laughs> There's the Ver- Verrazano Bridge, and then there's the, the Verrazano, Verrazano which is, yeah, it's two yeah. pizzas, uh, cheese to cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you've worked really hard, and it's amazing um, how it seems like you've never stopped working. From- I stopped working, but I have to say that, like, um, I saved my money really well during Girlfriends. Really? And so, as a result, and for me, one of the ways I define success is the freedom to choose. Yes. And so... Um, I saved really well, and I was smart with my money. How many seasons was Girlfriends on? We did eight. Wow. Wow. 170-some-odd episodes. That's amazing. And so as a result, I was able to sort of take a little bit of a pause. And it was kind of fascinating because after Girlfriends, I had to tell you, I mean, I really thought the gates, the pearly gates were going to open up. And Mm. like, I don't know, the husband was going to ride in Mm -hmm. and the the movies and all of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reality check, like the industry does not quite work that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had enough of a safety net without having to go back to my mom. Mm -hmm. I have supported myself for many years on my own um, and made a career for myself and a life for myself on my own uh, outside of my mother's embrace. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean... (laughs) No, it seems it seems like there wasn't even a, bl- a blip on the whole uh, thing. It seems like girlfriends. You did some TV movies and some uh, feature films, and then mm-hmm. went st- rode right up into to blackish. Well, I did be on BET. I produced Read Between the Lines. That's and, right. And I did one season of that, um, which was really fun, and it ended unexpectedly for me, but in like the perfect way. It made space for blackish, mm-hmm. um, and. <clears throat> I don't, there haven't been any blips. I mean, the truth is that I, I've gone from uh, a place in my career and my life to waiting to be chosen, like mm-hmm. taking what was given right. um, and making the best of it to actually being in a position where I could choose uh, what it is that I'm looking to express mm-hmm. through my, my art. Um, How much of that has to do with coming from a show business family? Nothing. And, nothing? No, 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 no. No. I mean, you know, when I came up, like I'm 44, so when I was starting in the industry, being a child of was not. I mean, right. most people that were children of somebody big uh, changed their names. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I happen to keep my last name. I've never this is nothing, never anything I was wanted to hide, nor could I, because I looked just like my mom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, was, there's nothing I could do about it. <laughs> but all the kids took, because uh, your last name is Ellis, Silberstein Ellis Ross. So my, I was born Tracy Joy Silberstein. Yeah. And then I became Tracy Joy Ross mm-hmm. through school. And then, of course, you rarely use your middle name. So mm-hmm. I was Tracy Ross. And then when I needed to join, um, like after the Infinity commercial, mm-hmm. There was another Tracy Ross. Um, oh, the do you remember oh. her? Star Search, With yes. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. beautiful woman. Uh-huh. She was so, a Star Search model of the year. She, yes. Spokes, spokes model. Spokes model. Yes, that's of the exactly year. right. Yes. And yes. then she went on and she was on, I can't remember what soap she opera was, for yeah, many years. Another World or something like that. Beautiful yeah. girl. Girl. I yes. was happy to have her name. Yeah. Yes. Gorgeous. And, um, 
so when I needed to join SAG, I was like, okay, do I put Silverstein back on? Like, do I put Joy back in? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? But I had been known as Tracy Ross, and I most people knew me as that, even my friends. Mm-hmm. So, and I wanted my dad's name back in my name mm-hmm. um, because I felt like when uh, people see me, they immediately know that I'm my mom's child, but I was just as much my dad's daughter Aww. as I was my mom's daughter, and I wanted when my name hit the screen for him to have... Mm-hmm a stake in me mm-hmm. and for him to be able to say to people that's my girl yeah so he and his wife are Bob and Susan Ellis mm-hmm. um, and so I put Ellis in the middle because it didn't work to put it on the end because people always knew me as Tracy yeah. Ross so Tracy Ellis Ross was born now, oh, when, I love that. when you have when you have a parent who's Jewish and who has had gone through the changing the name to seem less ethnic I don't did, know that that's why he did that you don't know what why did he what did he explain? I think it's just that Silverstein was really long because uh-huh. <laughs> his name was Robert Ellis Silverstein oh Oh, so it's not that. like he made up Ellis. Oh, I didn't know that. It was his middle name. I think I can't, uh, it's escaping me right now, but it was someone's name in his family. I see. So he he just, they dropped it out of, it's a long name. Yeah. It wasn't Although out I of. Although I really love Silverstein. I have to tell you, it's a good name. And Tracy yeah. Joy Silverstein is it's very much, it. very much who <laughs> I am. All right. I, <laughs> I remember on Girlfriends, they said they had to try and work and edit around the fact that I would say, oi, all the time. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like a good New York Jew. I love I that. Love that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, of course, your father was a manager. He managed Shaka Khan and Billy uh, Preston. Billy Preston. Meatloaf. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's how you guys became friends with Meatloaf. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how Chud because Chudney's best friend from childhood is Pearl. I see. One of Meat's daughters. Um. Yes. That <laughs> one is of how- Meat's daughter. <laughs> that did sound a little funny. It's weird. I did. I'm not gonna lie. One of Meat's daughters. Yeah. One of Meat's daughters. Yeah. Uh, it's Pearl and Amanda. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So he's he's so so growing up in the business. So you feel that obviously being the child of a superstar, um, uh, you you had to have by osmosis learned certain ins and outs of how to manage. A career in show business. Well, I think, you know, one realizes in life that we learn more from example than from somebody telling you something. And my mom's an amazing businesswoman. Um, She is also uh, very professional. Mm -hmm. um, And honestly, my mom is (laughs) so kind and like on time and like all of those things Mm -hmm. and has a great work ethic. And those are all the things that I learned from my mom. Sure. Like I learned like something as simple as being on time does not mean showing up unfed when you're supposed to be there or 10 minutes late. Right, right. Being on time means getting there 10 minutes early and being ready to start your job at the time you are supposed to be there. I don't know that I always adhere to that quite that well (laughs) um but my mother like if dinner's at six and you walk in at six you're late Uh Mm. dinner started at six right science diana right aries aries worth the worker yeah Yeah, i mean and my mom you know my mom does it all herself Mm -hmm. um she doesn't have like hundreds of people that make calls for her and all that my mom Mm -hmm. does that stuff Mm -hmm. so i watched all that happen i i walked into this industry i started being a person as a very competent capable human being Mm -hmm. um all of my siblings are we can really you know like i know how to fill out a fedex the air air bill early on Mm -hmm. i knew how to you know make a call and and be professional on a call i remember in our house, for example, you know that thing, Mom, so-and-so's on the phone. Right. My mom would give you the look of death. Yeah. Uh-huh, Good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Put that shit on hold. Yeah. 
or cover that thing up yeah. and don't be screaming through the house for right. mom. Like that's just, that doesn't work, yeah. you know? So yeah. all of those kinds of things that are small, but they really make a difference mm-hmm. in your career they and do your make efficiency. A they absolutely do. And I don't think people realize this in this day and age. I find it bizarre in certain generations. Um, but you know, you work for your dreams. Um, you don't start at the top. Mm-hmm. And um, it takes it takes a lot, and you got to show up. Yeah, you know. Um, I think of just all the hours that I logged. You know, all the different this things. Ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. That's become, that, yeah. a master. Yeah, but it's a di- like you were it's mentioning generations. Yeah, a lot of them do start at the top, and and that That's leads true. us to the conversation that we've discussed a few times. How there's this graveyard of people that were once reality stars or celebrities because mm-hmm. they started at the top mm-hmm. and have nowhere to go but and to live their life after. So imagine these reality, it's weird, right? Think yeah. about these reality stars in their circles are now working at a mall. Like, oh, is because, that, is that a, but just how? think about Oof. it because what else are they mm-hmm. going to do? Because mm-hmm. once really... that clock is ticked yeah. and their money's spent. Well, that's the other thing though. It's I weird. mean, I loved that Jay-Z song. That just came out. Mm. Um, what's it called? The OJ the, the, uh, story of OJ. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just this idea that like you know people really like flash, and I understand where it comes from, um, but people really spend money and spend a lot of money and lose their freedom to choose mm-hmm. um, because it never you don't stay at the top forever. No. No. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a reality. No, it's not a reality. It's, it's 10 years is a good career. Oh, it used to be seven years is about the longevity of somebody. They said if you had a hit record, you could work for seven years. But now because kids and the consumers, their attention span is so short. It could be five. It could be five years. And I got it too, you it guys. Could be, it really could be. But like people don't plan for that. It no. will, the money will stop. Coming. It will yes. stop. It's, it's really real. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, so I... You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting. And I'm, I'm grateful for the... I remember after Girlfriends thinking, this show went eight years. This might be it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's a fair... That is a fair, fair. assessment. Yes, yes. And it's yeah. a fair assessment of yeah. the scenario. Of this yeah. business, like, yeah. It, that could have been it. And to be, by the way, second long-running series... Um, like, you know, we're going into season four. Like, that is a blessing. Yeah. I am not... I am not mistaken about the humility of this is not me and this is like, this is special. It certainly is. And it took the time in between the two series to realize, oh my goodness, this is really big. Yeah. This is big. On top of that, you know, the recognition from the industry, uh, you know, with the Emmy, you know, you were- Oh, and I I won a Golden Globe. And you won a Golden Globe. Listen, you know, I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm gonna because it's very exciting. I'm not gonna lie. No, you got to. And we love Golden Globes. But I will say this, the thing that was very exciting about it to me is it was very exciting personally Mm. but if I am honest it was more um humbling to stand in that moment and know that I was standing not only on the shoulders of so many but shoulder to shoulder with so many yes um and that it was definitely for me personally a very exciting moment but it meant more about the magnitude of the historical context and what actually it says about our industry and about us as storytellers 
and not just for a woman of color, but for everyone in the industry to take a moment to ponder why is it that it has been this long? Mm -hmm. And what is it about the stories that we're telling, the stories that we are acknowledging, the actors that we are acknowledging, and how can we all do better? Right. Um, because the story that I am telling through Bo is not a unique story, but it is unique for television. Mm -hmm. And why is that? And it's not that a woman like Bo is new or revolutionary or anything because you could look around across our country and these women are everywhere. Mm -hmm. People are like, it's so amazing that she has a job. I'm like, is it? Mm. Oh my I'm God. like, do you, but you know do what I mean? Like, say that? Well, they do like, because it's not normal for television. Right. She is, I am playing a traditional wife, but what's very interesting to me is not that she's a wife, not that she is a mother, not that she is working, not that she's a doctor, but that she is all of those things that her selfhood is actually what's interesting to me about the character that I play. And I felt in that moment when I won the Golden Globe, that thing that I said, that looking outside of where the industry usually looks, because we're there. Mm -hmm. We have mm -hmm. been there. We are there. And that felt special in that moment for all of us. And I know that for me, when others that I feel an affinity towards or an identification with win... I feel like I win too. Yeah. And so I really felt like it was not just mine. It was all of ours. Sure. It was a very big special moment for many. Again, on the shoulders that I stand and the shoulders that I'm side by side with, there are so many extraordinary actresses Amazing. that rightfully deserve to be winning and acknowledged and praised for the storytelling that they do through their bodies and their being. Um, and it just happened to be me in that moment, but I did not take it lightly that it was about me. Yeah. And this time, we're going to take a break, but this time, nominated with Lily Tomlin. Holy lordy. Jane Fonda. Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, amazing. I mean, these are not just women that have influenced my career, but my life. Yes. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, shut the front door. It's crazy. It's crazy town. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And it says so much about them in the longevity of their careers and what they are continuing to breathe for all of us so that we can see what it looks like for talent and womanhood to evolve into such beauty at that age, it just kills me. It is. We're going to take a break, but okay. you know, it's, it, you brought up an interesting point too, because you know, politically, what's happening now, and there's this great divide in our country. I'm yes, going to touch on that uh, okay. a little bit. Um, but we're, we've got Tracy Ellis Ross. Blackish is on what nights on ABC? So we are moving to Tuesdays at nine. Tuesdays on at ABC. nine. ABC. So we, for the fourth season, we be, will be on Tuesday nights on ABC at nine p.m. And you can also catch it on. Is it? Hulu or Netflix? Everywhere. Yes. Hulu, well, Hulu and ABC.com right. for now. Yes, Okay. Take a break. We'll be right back. You know, it's so fun living in the 21st century because, you know, technology has met up with our lifestyles. Case in point, Blue Apron. Yeah. The fact that they are able to send fresh food to your doorstep is brilliant. And in, in doing so, teaching people like me how to cook because I don't cook. And I never thought of you, Michelle, as someone who's a <laughs> chef. But <laughs> you are you. a chef now. Well, thanks to Blue Apron, I'm a chef. I mean, I've always scraped by. But this technology capping, catching up to us and our expectations makes one big obese society. <laughs> So that's the good thing about Blue Apron is it's healthy yes. food that you know it's real ingredients. There's nothing processed. Like right. you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not sending you Doritos to sprinkle on some fake cheese and But you could meal. if you wanted to. I mean, to. you could add your own side <laughs> things to it. But I have to tell you, being a mom, I've always had my, you know, my staple recipes that I have. 
Um, I tr- it's expensive feeding a family going sure, out every absolutely. single day. When I was single in New York City, I can eat out every night of the week because it was me yeah. and a dog. Right. You know what I mean? It was. But when there's four of you and your kids are growing, you want to put good food in their body. And Blue Apron is a great way to do it for less than $10 a meal. And that is so important. Think about that. Yeah. Less than $10 a meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients. Let me just say that again. Pre-proportioned. So that means you don't have to go, oh my God, where's my measuring spoon? Uh-huh. Because it's already done. They come in these little things. Yeah. Oh, but if it says, here's your red wine vinegar, you just dump it in. Now, do you season it yourself or do they add the seasonings? They, they add the seasonings. All you have to add is salt and pepper. Okay. Because... There are people that are on low salt diets. There are mm-hmm. people that don't like salt. I love salt. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids don't like, like sometimes Lola will go out. It's a lot of pepper. You like the pepper tonight, uh-huh. huh? You know, so it really depends on the person. It's so easy. It's a home cooked meal. You could make it yourself even when you don't know how to cook. And Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you're going to make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of 150 artisanal suppliers, which means these are... People that specialize in doing what they're doing. Okay, so if if I'm a baby carrot supplier, that makes me artisanal? You're an artisanal baby carrot supplier. Oh, I love that. Yes, queen. They're (laughs) family-run fisheries, farms, ranchers. Great meals that are coming up. Let's see. We've got whole grain pasta and summer vegetables with heirloom tomato caprese salads for all the Mm. veggies out there. I went to high school with a girl named Caprese. Oh, how was she? She was fabulous. I heard she was kind of (laughs) cheap. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) New recipes are created weekly, not repeated within a year. You can choose your meals from a variety of recipes or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you if you don't want to choose them yourself. You could just go rogue and go, I don't know what I'm going to get this week. Ooh, I like that idea. I'm going to live on the edge. Uh Uh-huh. Just like, who sang that? Aerosmith. Just like Steven Tyler. (laughs) Living on the edge. You're not getting any royalties for that. No. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. And I'm talking about free shipping, y'all, with a big-ass box. It's worth it. Go to blueapron.com slash rue. Also, they have an app that's super great to use. You can download that. Or go to blueapron.com slash ru. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. We are back with Tracy Ellis Ross. We're talking about Michelle's skin, which looks gorgeous. (laughs) Thanks. And, and you, are you, Michelle, it comes you, with me wherever I go. Yes, Does it? and it's all and over is it your body. All over your body. Yes, <laughs> it's portable. Is that the? Is that? Are you wearing the Lady Danger? Uh, I'm wearing Lady Danger. Yeah. Yeah. And are you wearing I, I, Ruby Woo? Darling, I found a new one. But let me tell you something. Lady Danger is my mom's favorite. Oh, I mean, is it? It's everybody. I love it. I think I that's her Lady. stage lip. It Tracy's great... wearing more of a blue red. Lady so I love. I love a Ruby Woo. However, I've recently switched over to Colored Rain. Hmm. Colored Rain, I found online, Amber Rose always wears like an amazing matte lip. Mm-hmm. So I searched through her Instagram mm-hmm. until she tagged what that matte lip was. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it by going to the Instagram and then taking the link wow. and going. Wow. And I ordered a plethora of colors. Uh-huh. And they have a red that is very similar uh, to Ruby Woo, but it's brighter. But again, like I could, you know, make out with someone sure. and it wouldn't get on their face. Yeah. Um, and... I use the MAC Cherry Pencil. Same. And that's then, what this is yeah, it's a great. And pencil. you blend it in. Mm-hmm. You blend it in. But you know, that's a tip. Let's just sidebar that. Yeah. When you're wearing a liquid matte lipstick, yes, you gotta versus a you know traditional yeah. lipstick. Yeah. The best way to hold it on is to when it's wet, you to get that liner in there. Yeah. It'll lock that shit. Wait, up help so me. Yeah. Walk me through okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, lip so, liner, cherry lip liner first. No. 
Okay, well, I do the cherry lip liner first because when it's liquid, sometimes it bleeds. Yeah. And so it will lock it actually inside the right part of my lip. Mm -hmm. Then I put the liquid on. Mm -hmm. And then right when it's almost dry, I go back with the line again. So oh. mine, I'll do it just in the inside. Oh, really? You're doing what? just in the inside? Just the liquid lip, yeah. uh -huh. the liquid matte. Yeah. Before it's like the how it started for me was Revlon had this twenty four hour yes, yes I remember yes. It. right yeah way before any yes. of this trend right mm -hmm. so I would do it with that and it would last forever mm -hmm. so you put it in the middle not yeah. quite out to the line mm -hmm. we did it there yeah mm -hmm. you know, we put your lips yeah, together yeah. and then when it's still wet you grab that pencil the liner yeah and then you pull it out to yes, the end and you pull it with the pencil so correct oh. so that why it, that's why it will avoid the bleeding yes yeah. and it locks it in as it's drying done. Okay. And I will say that I have been a matte lipstick girl forever. Really? I do not like a gloss. I can't talk properly. Uh -huh. I don't know what happens to I me. But I am wiping lose... my lips all the time. And I'm and so I, conscious. And yeah. at 44, I will tell you that with my beautiful lip line that I've always had, uh -huh. it's not quite as solid Things anymore. Change. Things yeah. really, yeah. really, yeah. they right. really change, guys. They do. They do. And so I, I love a lip liner now in a way that I didn't used to. Right. Yeah. That's a gorgeous. That's a gorgeous. Do you do other than other than? Do you ever do a, a uh, Lady Danger? Lady Danger is a little too orange for me. Yeah. I disagree. Um, I you, disagree. I just never lean towards it. See, I'm a blue red girl. I'm from New Jersey, honey. It was blue, blood, red always. Yeah. I just got into Lady Danger over the past three years and it's changed my life. It looks better on tan skin. Okay, so what I put is I do the cherry pencil and With then I take Lady the, Danger. I take the NARS velvet matte lip pencil, which is called, there's an orangey one. Hmm. And I put that over. But uh, I'm gonna try it though. I'm gonna yes. go home and try it. Mm -hmm. So what I do mm -hmm. is Lady Danger with cherry liner, okay, so it's I'm not orange. Yeah. yeah. So it brings the blue red into ah. the orange middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. the yeah. secret. Do you have a favorite lipstick, like like matte or glossy? Like, what's your? You know what? I love I love Lady Danger. And you know when I ask this question around the world, mm. uh, usually the answer is Ruby Woo yeah. or Lady or, yes. Danger. But yeah. those I'll are the say two. This. I just hunted down. I asked some of my little girls in Drag Coven in Canada to get it for me. Oh, I Mac know those girls. Coven. I know what those girls. That? They're yeah. adorable. Yeah. There's a Mac red that's only in Canada. What it's do you mean? Proud to be a Canadian. I tagged them on Twitter and said, I, I need this. They were like, oh, sorry, it's just for people in Canada. I'm like, you can't give me just one? send it. Huh. No. So I had my little girls, my drag uh -huh. coven go. They got me one. It is a cross between... Ruby Lady Woo Danger. And yes. Wow. I will have it in my paws soon and I will. Okay. Oh, uh, but I just I, want a sidebar before you say it. Colored Rain is spelled with a U like yes. the British way. And R-A-I-N-E. -E. And so you guys should go look that up. Colored huh. C-O-L-O-U-R-E-D. R-A-I-N-E. I see. Right, and Kim, I'm sorry. Can we break down for Tracy um, the coven? Drag coven. So there's these two girls in Canada uh -huh. who are biological female drag queens. Okay. And they dress up and they Backtrack. Go, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, first of all, I'm learning so much right now, and mm. I have to say, God, I wish that all of this liberation yeah. existed when I was a kid because I'm so curious about what different kinds of ideas and thoughts I yeah. would have. It's so beautiful to it me. Is. It is. And there's a lot for me to learn, and yeah. I really like that I am asking questions. So yes. can you please say what you said again for they me? There are two biological, Courtney and Jamie, okay. mm -hmm. uh, female yes. drag queens. So they dress up in drag and they come to all of our shows and they perform <laughs> out. They world. are yeah. lovely, lovely girls. They always, they have 
give us gifts every time they see us. They take the best pictures of us and our yeah. girls. They're and fabulous. They're and and that, which segues what we were talking about before the break, which is that we live in this world, this great divide oh, yeah. where mm. so much great stuff is happening. Oh right my God, now. yes. It's amazing. It's extraordinary. And the, 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 it's so extraordinary that the people who, from the 20th century, who are being left behind are put, creating such a stink. Yes. Such and a mess. that's part of they're so sad. why yes. the divide. And you know what you described with Blackish and the the family, the mixture, and the different mm. tones, and and the, the what what uh, what Bo does for a living, and how she's able to hold it together. It speaks volumes about how far we, as not just people of color, but as humans, as have, humans have come yes. so far. What do you think? Um, what do you think it needs to be done? In your opinion, it's not a political show, but what do you think needs to be done? How are we gonna uh, move forward? I don't know. You know, I think. Um, Compassion and leaning towards the humanity and not the vilification of others uh, will be very helpful in this process. It's so irresistible. I mean, it's so it's insidious. So, it's, but it's also so easy to decide somebody is bad, mm -hmm. to decide somebody should be vilified. And there's some people that should be. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I, I know, just, no name. I'm just saying that sometimes it's really hard to like, <laughs> call on God and say, can you be help me be compassionate in my heart because I feel so angry. And the truth is not only do I feel angry, but what happens is it makes me feel scared inside. And when I feel scared, it makes me feel small. And I know that my job as a human is not to be small, but to be big and to be expansive and to be big hearted and to be teachable and to be willing. And all of those people that I want to vilify, but I know I shouldn't make me feel the opposite and make mm -hmm. so many people feel the opposite. And so many people, by the way, for very real reasons feel frightened because mm -hmm. their lives and their livelihoods and their well-being and their health mm -hmm. and all of these things are in jeopardy in a very, very real way. Yeah. And so... I think for those of us in those moments when we are not the ones in danger, it is our responsibility to the best of our ability to show up for each other with compassion, with open hearts, to say, how can I help? What can I do? To get clear on what we feel capable of doing and how we feel capable of stretching outside of our own comfort zones to lean towards helping each other. Mm -hmm. And also to the best of our ability, which is the hardest part, to hold a space of love so that we can find connection in the humanity with those people that feel so strangely differently mm -hmm. and are so afraid of certain things that I'm amazed. Like I personally, I don't totally understand the gender fluidity language that is happening because mm -hmm. it's, it's brand new. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I want to learn because I find Don't it, learn from Vogue. No, I won't learn from Vogue. Mm -hmm. But do you know what I found? Where's my phone? I found this thing. And tell me if this is, hold on, too far from the mic, but hang on. Because it's on my phone. While you're keep... looking for that, I'm going to sidebar and say the color that she's wearing is called Cherry Blossom. Thank you. From Where's Colored Rain. And it's beautiful. If that's what you're wearing right that's now? That's what yeah, Tracy's Cherry wearing. Blossom. Oh, I can yeah. pull it out so it we can so check. It looks so beautiful on you. Um, I really love it. But let me just find this thing for you because I. it's called the Gender Bread okay. Man. The Gender Bread that's Man. Hilarious. No, but it's really good because it. Does Come it explain on. everything? I think it lays it out in a really at least clear way for me to break something down. And I, it's like I, I put on my Instagram for people what sex positive means because I like, I don't, people are like, 
so shaming around sexuality. It's right. like, I don't fucking believe it. Does, it doesn't sex positive mean that you are open to everything. I'm going to read the I'm a, Yes, that there is not judgment here. Right. That it, I'm going to read that. But look at this genderbred person. So it says there's identity, which has to do with your brain. Mm -hmm. Then there's who you are attracted to. Mm -hmm. And then there's your sex, which mm -hmm. has to do with your, your genitals. genitals. Between right? me down there. And yeah. then, yes. <laughs> and then... There's how you choose to express all of those things, okay. which is your choice. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah, it is. You hear me? Yeah. Yes. I it mean, is. that is fucking great. It's it is fashion indeed. forward. Because, and yeah. I realize, yes, it is. And I realized myself the other day, I started to say something and I was like, uh-uh, girl, mm -hmm. you need to take that back and learn mm -hmm. something new. Mm -hmm. I was about to say women's wear menswear. I was about mm -hmm. to say menswear, and I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I agree with that term anymore. Mm -hmm. I like to feel powerful in my clothes, and how I choose to feel powerful, whether it's a skirt or a suit or a tie or whatever, shouldn't have to be called menswear or women's No, wear. but sometimes it's easier in that case to just say it. Of right. course it <laughs> is, you know but I mean? there's so much of that going on that I love that we are doing it's a better discussion. job. Yeah. No, it's fabulous. It's, no, this discussion, the, the uh, dialogue yeah. is great, but uh, just know that in your heart, if yeah. you're coming from a place of love, you have nothing to worry Correct. about. I don't feel worried. I honestly find that the language actually allows space for some new kind of thinking yeah. that I think is... Wonderful. I really it is, do. It is absolutely I really wonderful. Do. I've said this for years, though, too, that, you know, if the electrical grid went off here in L.A., you'd see what people are really made of. You'd see all of that real stuff fast. go way out yeah. the door yeah. real That's fast. fantastic. <laughs> I also fast. think if people stop dying their gray, we would see people's age more. Because let no me tell you, comments. I need to go in right now. No comment. Thank God we're not on film, because let me tell you something, honey, my roots are not done. I do my own. Do you really? I really, Black hair dye is the easiest thing in. I really the understand world. that, and I yeah. think you I should shower? take it on. I don't know. What I'll do is I, oh, you know, I watch positive. my TV when I put mm -hmm. my makeup on, yeah. and I watch. So I'll wait. Put, you do what? Uh, when I get ready, I don't watch television. The only time I watch shows is when I'm painting my face. So mm -hmm. I give myself two hours to get ready. And on the machine to the gym, you do That's watch the gym too. Yes, yeah. when hold I on, when I on. run. But how do you? So you're not watching. You're listening to TV. No, it's my computer. Uh -huh. I'll watch online. It's right here, and I'm getting ready at the same time. It's fantastic. Like, even when I'm on tour for six months, that mm -hmm. is right with me, right. and I'm lo I'm backlogged. I've got yeah. everything going on. Okay, I'm, I'm almost done with Bates Motel. Like, we're there. Huh. So, uh, the long and short of it is... Excuse me, girl. Uh, but Excuse me, girl. Girl, girl, girl. Excuse well, me, just throw that in there. <laughs> my Bates Motel. Yeah. I love it. It's take, I'm so far behind. Like, I just finished Mad Men. Like, I'm really on. Oh, okay, you're far behind. There's really great yeah. TV on. you got to watch Queen Sugar. There's such good So TV much on. stuff going on. And so, did you watch doing, I Love you, Dick? Oh, so yes. good. Love. You're touching up Have your hair console. at the same time. No, so, no, not. This is why I'm curious. So uh. I'll put the computer here. The hair dye, I do. I get it from it's Nature Tin or Colors of Nature. They're all natural Whole Foods yeah. Air One hair yeah, yeah, dye, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Get it. I do it myself. You leave it on for half an hour. And then you jump in the shower and that's rinse pretty it off. brilliant. Okay, and, and it doesn't burn gone. or anything. No, not yeah. at all. I'm gonna right. read sex positive when okay. we get back. Or let's, now, no, let's do. It. We're gonna okay. take a quick break in a minute. But let's sex do it now. positivity isn't about liking sex, liking kinky sex, having a lot of sex, or having a lot of. Partners. Well, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sexy. <laughs> I'm done. Sex positivity is about respecting other people, whether their sexual choices are the same as yours. It's about not judging people because of their sexual desires, practices, or histories. It's about celebrating people's courage and creativity creating the sex lives that work for them in the face of cultural myths, shame, misinformation, and trauma that are used to control us. Sex positivity is the belief that the only valid measure of a sexual act is the consent, 
pleasure, and well-being of the people who do it and are affected by it. Anything else is your own projection. Charlie Which Blickman. goes against every single thing we are taught I as know. a society. I know. And I'm not saying taught. I'm saying ingrained and pounded yeah. There in is a, me- a machinery yeah. that is in place. Correct. Systemic machinery. Yeah. What do you think keeps that? We're going to go to break. Yeah. But what do you think keeps that machinery in place? Because that's the real story. Ignorance. Well, well and also there's systemic like uh, stuff. That is, that is in uh, how things are, how our government runs, all of that. Like patriarchy, um, misogyny, like all of those right. things that is sort of, uh, yeah, I don't have any words. No, no, right. no. You're saying, what you're saying <laughs> is, that, is that, yeah. that you can control people by fear. And if you yes, keep that yes. there's this unseen force out there that is evil and that is out to get you. That's a way to control people. Or this idea of stay in your lane or that's not fair, which is very the same as stay in your place. Right. All of those yes. kinds of things that, you know, it, it's like it's like the expression settle down cracks me up. Right. Because right. when imagine if it had nothing to do with the idea of marriage. If someone said you settle down. That right. is so shaming. Mm-hmm. And it's like stay in your place, little lady. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Right. and no thank you. Yeah. Like I actually would love to find a partner that I can be not settled down, but yeah. in my full form right right yeah you know it's it's interesting though because you know when you take that on you know there's not there aren't a lot of people who can deal with that i mean you know a lot of people on the surface more. a lot of people on the surface say oh I, or a man would say oh i'm down with that but then you know like i said when the lights go off you really get to see uh, <laughs> who people are when the electrical it's grid true. goes off but in a relationship when the shit hits the fan and people re- revert back to their primary directives mm. as children and stuff. Um, it's it's very telling. Mm. It's very telling. Okay, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back with Tracy Ellis Ross. You know, I want to talk about a mattress that was designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. of A. Go ahead. It's called Casper, mm-hmm. and it is the finest mattress you will ever lay your body on. We want to talk about an investment in your health, mm-hmm. an investment in what y- your potential is to allow your body to heal itself yep. with a good night's sleep. And that's uh, Casper Mattress is right there. That's what all the doctors are talking about these days. Stress management and a good night's sleep because your body cannot heal if you're sleeping four hours a night on this rickety old mattress. Right. Casper Mattress has this amazing memory foam. It's like a hybrid mattress which has just the a right amount of balance award-winning sleep service I'm telling you Surface changed my life with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars by the way that's no BS. Right. That's amazing. It's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress based on Casper, Amazon and Google reviews free shippings (laughs) shippings plural Free shippings and free returns to the U.S. and Canada. And here's the cool thing where you can try Casper for 100 nights like Rip Van Winkle, risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund you everything. That's right. You know, it makes it so easy because, you know, you don't want to go to a department store. No. You don't want to go to one of these big chains of, of mattress places. You know, this is the way to get a mattress in the 21st century. And you will love this mattress. Because you know what happens with mattresses when you go to the store? Mm. It is now, in the past, I'm going to say, 10 years turned into like and I'm not dissing anybody who sells used cars my brother did it for years mm-hmm. but that old 1950s mentality sure. of the used car guy yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what mattress people salespeople are like mm-hmm. in the stores mm-hmm. it's like high pressure tactics for a super expensive 
three to five thousand dollar mattress that goes bad after X amount of years. Yes, exactly. Not Casper. You can get fifty dollars toward any mattress purchase by visiting Casper.com slash rue. Use that offer code RU. So I'm telling you, don't waste your time. Run and get one today. Casper.com slash RU. Get started now. We love you, Casper. Now, Tracy Ellis Ross is here. I'm noticing your nails. We talked about yeah. nails earlier. And are those acrylics? Are they? This your... is my nail. Those are your. I've never um, seen real nails. And they are before. actually. That's hilarious. They <laughs> are actually for far too long. That's hilarious. They are actually shorter than usual. They're I had to bring name. them down. They're my nails, How but do they have you acrylics make... on them. Well, do... Okay, so uh, mine is just I put the gel over. Yeah. Gel polish or hard gel? It's. I don't know. Is it just the polish, or does it? Is it a clear gel that she has to set? No, I have to go in the thingy in the yes, machine. Yes, but mm-hmm. is it? It's Great. a very mm-hmm. tasteful So basically, nail. Maho um, is my nail guru. Yeah. She's very judgmental. Here in Hollywood. Here in Hollywood. <laughs> and she will say no. I will say I want to do something, and she'll say no. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why? She's like, no. I'm like, uh, okay, what are we doing then? Well, are we talking about the shape or the, the Combination, length? shape, length, everything. Uh-huh. So, like, I have to fight with her sometimes around, like, during the show. She's They're like, gorgeous. your character would never have it. So Beautiful nail beds. I'm, I have another trick for you. Are you ready? Yeah. I don't have beautiful nail beds. But do you beds. notice what she's wearing? What color is she wearing? She's a wearing nude. White. She's wearing a oh, nude. Oh, the, the color polish. So here, let me tell you how I come up with my colors. Okay. Oh. I'm a fan of a nude nail for elongating. Hair. You would never yes. know it from the. Just because I went to Maui, I wanted tropical nail. <laughs> it's fantastic. I went to Hawaii. There is an app on the phone. Yeah. For Pantone, you know how you go yes. by your paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something. What I do is so her gel is made out of honey, so mm-hmm. it's organic, and that's the reason my nails got so long. You can take a picture of anything like this. Uh huh. See. Yeah. And it will give tell you, you what color it is. The colors. And Wait, so then, pan. This is a Pantone app. Pantone, as in full-on paint chips, if you want to paint your wall. But what? what I do is I will be like, I want my nails to look like that wood wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a picture, take it, and I bring it to Maho, and Maho will mix a color of that color. You are kidding yeah. me. She can mix colors? She mixes. And She's she a mixologist? Is, and she has such good sense of color. Like, I do not. And so I'll say to her, I think it's too pink. She's like, no, it's not too pink. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's too red or whatever. Um, and she makes the colors. So How this, long have you been with Maho? Maho's been doing my nails for like... I know, like three years. Oh, okay. She used to be in a shop, and then she got pregnant, and so now we just work one-on-one. Oh, you go to her house? She comes. She comes to yours. It's fabulous. So diva. With the little, (laughs) she comes with the little um, blue light thing. She comes with her whole scenario, and we sit there in front of the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watch a little TV, and she does my nails. It's actually fun. She'll come late at night when I'm working and stuff, because I have to map it out, so we do nails, uh, like, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night, so that I'm never changing nail color mid. But you have to keep them subdued, kind of, don't you? I don't really care, but yeah. that's what she's always telling me. She's like, "You can't do that for the show." The director and I'm like, "Say anything you don't get." No. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can." She's right. like, "No." Yeah. So now, so you're talking about the show, talking about Blackish. You work yeah. with all these fabulous. fabulous. Oh can we talk about Jennifer Lewis? Should we talk? Uh, about can we talk about Jennifer Lewis? Uh, okay, let me tell you what Jennifer told uh, me. Andra, bring me a double. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jennifer. <laughs> Um, I was having like a rough week, like a blue week. She was week. on Girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whose she played Tony's she... mom. Tony's mom. Yeah, that's right. So Jennifer, she played everyone's mom. She's yeah. like she's epic. the mother of Hollywood. She's so yes. epic. She okay, Jennifer, I was like having a rough day once, like couldn't stop crying for some reason. I don't know, you know, maybe the hormones were out of whack. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Jennifer was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Just please leave me alone." Uh-huh. She was like, "You know what you do when you don't feel good." And I was like, "What?" She said, "Say Jennifer Lewis three times in a row." <laughs> Shut she up. said, "You will snap out of it." She and I was like, "Jennifer, stop it." And she was like, "Do it with me." And I was like, "Oh my God, this is the worst." She goes, "Come on, uh-huh. Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer Lewis." 
And I was like, all right, I actually do feel better. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So everybody out there, just know yes. if you are having a rough day, if the, you know, the chemicals are moving you in the Shoot. direction of tears, yeah. Jennifer Lewis three times in a row. I Your shit will change that. up in a second. That Hilarious. is brilliant. Yeah. So you know, I just actually, I just tweeted the other day about um, Lawrence Fishburne, who uh. has been in this business since he was 10 years old. Yeah. He's not talented at all. No, not no, at no. all. No, and he's not you lucky know, either. You know, what, you know what's weird? He pulls our show down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you right now, we we would be an incredible show, but Lawrence, yeah, but damn Lawrence, I'm telling you, he weight. really, it's dead, dead weight. weight. Yeah, it's, and Anthony, I get tired sometimes pulling him. Pulling, so, and, and, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> much talent on there. It's crazy. And the kids. And the Let's kids. just talk kids. about Let's those talk chitlins, about those shall children. we? Yes. Okay. Let's start with Marcus. Yeah. Who Junior? He plays Junior. Mm -hmm. I think that he is a comedic god. Yeah. He's it's Hilarious. in the making, and it is only getting better, and I can't get enough of that child. Wow. And he's also like a bean sprout. Well, I don't even know what I'm going to see when we go back to work next yeah. week. That's because, what happens, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then Yara Shahidi, uh -huh. who is like on her way to Harvard and just heaven on yeah. wheels. Smartest little thing you ever saw in your life. And not so ugly either. <laughs> That's not a, that girl's really going to work on her face. I mean, she's freaking gorgeous. It's like yeah. ridiculous. Beauty. I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at that face. Yeah. I love you. My uh, God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Miles. Who plays Jack, mm -hmm. that cute little muffin who dances up a storm and is like, I don't know, it's been amazing watching them grow, yeah. both in their talent and as human beings. It's been very, very special. So Miles, Did you get a say in, in who no, was no, cast no. at I, all? I'm not a producer on the show. I auditioned myself. Yeah. And so, no, it was a blessing and a gift. And it just worked. Yeah. And then Marseille, who is like, come on. Yeah. It works or it works, or you know, what it I mean? works or it doesn't. It right, is. right. And at what point in the run did you did you think, oh my goodness, this is actually going to work? You know what? You never know. Uh -huh. You don't. And I ha I really thank ABC Studio and Network because it takes so much to make a television show yes. work in this day and age. Mm -hmm. There are so many networks. There's there's online. There's just there's so much. So in order to break through and for people to know where to find you, mm -hmm. for there to be an effort of messaging so that people know what they're going to find, it requires the entire machine. Mm -hmm. And I think our show is incredibly written. The writers are exceptional on our show. Kenya Barris, who is the creator of our show, has a really singular vision of what this show is mm -hmm. and that makes it amazing and then you put the cast so it's like it's a collaborative art mm -hmm. that has really worked with all these pieces and the studio and the network advertising our show properly putting us on at the time mm -hmm. slot that we were in all of those things made a huge difference it's amazing and it's so it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's, show i really feel very proud of it i feel proud to have brought family television back to tv that you can watch it with your kids um or with your parents for that matter mm -hmm. um the fact that we are diving into and the writers have the courage to dive into subject matter that is often you know taboo or frightening for people but mm -hmm. that we're busy taking things off the wallpaper of our lives that we kind of take for granted but also at the same time all of us are chomping on mm -hmm. and trying to make sense of and they look at it or unpack it in this way that's not about telling people the right way to look at the n-word or mm -hmm. gun control or police brutality but it's sort of like we get to share it through this family and 
offer people jumping off points for conversation mm -hmm. so that we can be in dialogue, which is so much of what I think our country needs right now. Yes. I also think that within the context of the Johnson family, there are so many different kinds of points of view. Um, but what happens in every episode is that some sort of limited or stereotypical or whatever that is point of view sort of get gets put forward. Mm -hmm. And then um, lovingly, it gets worked through the family. Mm -hmm. So it's like people can have differing opinions and still love each other. Mm -hmm. People can be different and still love each other. People can be different and still have relationship and be in relationship with each other. And I think that's something that's like people are so afraid of that. I remember, do you remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver were together and how it was just like, how is that possible right, yeah. for right. like a Republican and a Democrat to yes. love each other? Yeah. It's like, come on, yeah. you know, yeah. like you can have differing opinions and still be kind, loving and in love with somebody. Mm -hmm. And we can do that in a friendship way. We can do that in a life way with each other. And there's a way to respect each other's boundaries and still be different. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we're going to wrap it up, but I have just one question for me. Uh, it's going to be about Mama. Okay. Okay, fine. And yeah. then I have one question about your aging secrets. <laughs> all right? So we're not ending without jumping back to your skin. All right. All okay. right. Okay. So now, I, I think every time I've interviewed you, I ask the same thing, which mm. is, are you able to intellectualize why your mother, Diana Ross, has such star quality. And have you seen all of the footage of her that I've seen? Well, I'm sure you've seen more. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. 100%. I am sh sure of that. Uh-huh. But um, I think you could probably answer it differently than mm -hmm. me and that you probably have a very good answer that I would want to hear. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I do, I, th actually. I think you do. Um, but, you know... You have logged many hours uh, in the footage, mm -hmm. and you've obviously seen her uh, in person many a time. Hundreds of times. But I have actually lived in proximity from her and came from her vagina. Yes, you did. Lucky you. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Right out of it. Uh-huh. Right yeah. out of there. Boom, boom, boom. Boop, boop. Hi, everybody. Hi, let's go shopping. <laughs> um, so, oh, my God. I think my mom's going to kill me for saying that. That was so disrespectful. I apologize, Mom, and everybody who had to hear that. I came from her womb, okay? Yes, you did. Yes. All right? Like, that was just rude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. Okay. So... <laughs> But you can intellectualize so it. I, I don't know that I would intellectualize it. I would emotionalize it yeah. and say that from my close vantage point um, of knowing this woman for 44 years mm -hmm. um, and even a little before that because mm -hmm. I was in her in her body. Gestation. Mm -hmm. Gestation. I think that um, there is a sense of self and a courage of self that she has that to me transcended time and transcended circumstance that I sometimes don't even understand where the well is that she draws from, mm -hmm. you know, and it clearly is a higher power well, because I look at, there was no, it was just weed whacking through the jungle. Sure, mm. right. It didn't exist. Right. Like I even asked one day, I was like, but seriously though, what made you think you can wear your hair like that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, uh -huh. what the hell made you think that you would just wear a fur coat and that snuggy little hat uh -huh. to the theater? Yeah. Like, where did you get that? And I don't know that she even has an answer. I look at her siblings. They're all extraordinary. Yeah. They're wonderful. Um, But. Right. 
where did this come from? Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it really blows my mind it's sometimes. otherworldly. It yeah. is yeah. other. It worldly. is. Yeah. I mean, I get lost in rabbit holes. The other morning, I got lost in a rabbit hole trying to find a particular picture of me and then forgot about the picture I was trying to find of me because I got lost down a Diana Ross rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I mean, seriously, woman? Yeah. Seriously? And then I will find myself, like, thinking I'm coming up with some, like, really great new look. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a reference. It's a reference. <laughs> it's clearly a reference. Do you listen to the music? Do you know the whole catalog? Pretty much. You do? I do. Do you listen much. to the albums? Like, what was the last Diana Ross song you heard? Well, I go to her shows all the time, and I yeah. really, like, you've experienced it. You yeah. should never go to one of my mom's shows next to her children. You won't hear a word she says. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You, yeah. you, won't, you won't hear Diana Aww. Ross sing. You will hear some kids singing. Yeah. Um, so I think the last, you know, and I'll sing every word. I love every word of all of her songs. I'll discover new things. But like, I remember maybe like five years ago when I heard It's My House and I was like, this is some nasty shit. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is this sexy little metaphor song? And my mom does that thing she does whenever she's in my chair. I put it there. And she yes, does that thing. I'm yes. like, what was she doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So... Uh, I do. I listen to her music, um, but I don't listen to it on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, it's not like I, I well, I'll play it in the car sometimes. That's not, a, that's, that's a lie. Right, right. Um, it's not in my playlist I give for photo shoots. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I have an iPod in the car that is, um, that's on shuffle and I have so much Diana Ross music and I, I hear probably on, in an average day, 20 songs. Really? Well, let mm -hmm. me say this. I get my eyebrows done, eyebrows done with Damone. Yeah. And I hear most of my Diana Ross songs yes. there. Yeah. Yes. Okay? Yeah. When I go see Damone, uh -huh. I usually I usually hear some mom. Yeah. It's, I, you know, I'm just trying to wrap my, my head around being in such close proximity to someone who... It's beyond icon. It's just it's it's part of the American fabric. Obviously, it's international, but it is such an American phenomenon. And I, I don't know if it's possible for it's the sibling of someone who this has happened to, to actually really understand what what a phenomenon it is. Did you mean daughter or you meant sibling? Oh, you said sibling. You meant daughter. I meant daughter. Okay, I meant okay. daughter. Yes. I, I wanted. I was like, is he talking about someone else? I want to make yeah. sure. No, okay. no. I meant. I meant daughter. I, I can't know, imagine. But you know, I don't know. I don't know that that's something one needs to intellectualize. No, no, it doesn't. No. But um, I am very aware. Like the further and deeper I get into my own career, I am so aware of what it takes to hold a career. Yes. To be in the position of your dreams happening and all of that. And, you know, they say dream big, but no one tells you you're the one that's going to pull it up the hill. Right. Like, you, like nobody tells you that. So, yes. and someone like my mom, I feel made it all look so effortless, even in close proximity with her child. Mm -hmm. So, but it's not. It's not easy. No, it it's is not, not. This isn't. I mean, my mom used to record while yeah, but, we were sleeping. That's when she would do her recording, so right. she could wake us up for school in the morning, and she would sleep them when we went to school. And that, you know, what I mean, like she's pregnant with you during the Diane and Marvin album. Oh, I didn't know that fact. Yeah, uh, she, in fact, the fact <laughs> I was in her surprise. belly during mahogany. Yeah, in during mahogany, and for the Diana and Marvin album. Uh, apparently, Marvin was smoking a lot of weed, and because she was pregnant, she's like, um, you know what? We're gonna have to record this separately. And they recorded the song separately so because you were in her stomach. So maybe that's where your First comedy of all, not comes only from. That, that you maybe, were... maybe 
It's so funny because I can't. St- I have never smoked pot in my life and can't be around it. Uh-huh. I'm like, hmm, maybe I maybe it's like my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. I, I've never been around. I can't be around it. And I said to someone recently, he was like, "Why?" And I said, "I don't like the way I feel. It gives me this weird headache." And he yeah. was like, "You sound like you get high." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh well, I don't <laughs> like that feeling. That what yeah. That is? Yeah. yeah, I don't like that feeling." Yeah, and uh, uh, <laughs> isn't that funny, funny that, that 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 story? But do that's you, so interesting. We're gonna close, but do you have? Do a, we have to? We don't. Should we do a double? episode i'd love to <laughs> do do you have a favorite diana ross song or three top three i'll uh, you, i'll give you time to think i'll tell you mine first okay. diana ross or solo Supremes? i'm okay. talking solo diana my favorite solo diana uh, number one would probably be um experience the from the bg's album okay can you give me a little bit of that song so i know um, I, I uh i can play it on my phone let's do that shall we uh, let's i'll give you one while you do that look this has been Eat. my phone saver stop it right for, now. Oh, no. no joke no it's been probably 20 i don't know mm-hmm. as long as i've had a com- uh, phone or something um ease on down the road is one of my favorites really from i the love that song with michael jackson it literally makes my body jump up and down with joy that is interesting. Yeah. Um, I also um, I also love the, the, her her best album is actually the Boss album. I'll the, agree with that. Ashford and Simpsons uh, just the, killed it. Brilliant. Um, the Boss, I, the song. Yeah, the boss, the song, uh, it's the a album. really good song. I also really love the um, Land Before Time song. Oh yeah, if we hold on together, that is yes. a beautiful song. So my favorites are I Ain't Been Licked. Oh, experience. is that from that song? Yeah, that's Can from you the play boss. experience, though? Because for some yeah, reason, I can't think of how that sounds. Here for but a I ain't second. licked. Oh, I ain't been licked. Oh, so good. I ain't been licked. No, no. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's, she's on, there's a YouTube video of her in, in Vegas doing I Ain't Been Licked. And I post it every six months. It is so brilliant. It makes me cry, actually, because the First conviction. All, am I not following you? I really need to get on it. What's wrong with me? <laughs> you get a lot of mom. That's you, okay. You get a lot of mom. Of yeah. course. This is okay, experience with the Bee Gees. Oh, it's so Bee Gees. Why? But that voice is unmistakable. Oh, the tone. I know this song. You know this song. I know this song. Oh, it was, I think. Well, you the, can't forget I Want Muscle. Yes, that's oh, a Michael that's Jackson a good song. One, yeah. The thing is, um, the experience, I think, may have been the third or fourth uh, single off of the Eaten Alive album. The You're third killing or me right fourth. Now. Eaten Alive, another great. Uh, great it's great again, Michael Jackson, the Bee Gees. Uh, was the Marvin Gaye song, Missing You. Uh, Missing You. One of, yeah. yes. one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. So good. Okay, we're going to wrap it. I it's, can do it's this. It's quite a catalog. It's a By the way, and it spans. Three decades? I, I mean, oh no, more than that, because uh, it started. But as Diana Ross solo, I think it's three decades. Oh yes, definitely yes. So, but that's insane. It's like five or four decades that the hits span, which blows my noodle. Blows your noodle. But let me just say one thing before we close. You know, I have a friend who works at Motown Universal in New York, and he uh, he is the gatekeeper of all of the tapes, the actual. Oh acetate tapes wow. that these kids in Detroit recorded on. And I and he said, okay, um, um, we, we can go in the studio and we can dissect any one song you want to do. I said, okay, um, and I'd be very careful and strategic about this. I said, okay, bring in You Keep Me Hanging On. Uh-huh. Bring in You Keep Me Hanging On. So we went in there. He separated all the tracks and I wanted to find out like the question I asked you about, you know, being the daughter of, I wanted to find out where the magic was. Where, where at what okay, point? And can you? Yes, you can. It's in every aspect <laughs> of the song. 
Every aspect. Let, let me just break down her performance, and let me just calm down for a second. You, you, he's killing very, me it's, right it's, now. It's, it's your mother. Okay, and you keep me hanging on. Even when I was a kid, I remember hearing it and thinking, I know there's a double voice there, but why are they not matching up? Why are the voices not matching up? They're two different performances. So he told me, the Supremes, they recorded You Keep Me Hanging On once in a lower key. Mm. They didn't like it. So the girls came back from tour to re-record it in a higher key. Diana was hoarse from being on tour. So she sang the lead twice. They decided to use both leads, different performances, and put them together. And put them together. That's why when she says, and there ain't nothing I can do about it, it doesn't match up. You can hear the edit. You can go, uh, 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 uh. But when you dissect the voice and you, you separate the voice on its own, listen, the drums are magic, the guitars, everything's magic. You put her voice solo. The urgency that she sings it with, the conviction, the tone of her voice, her relationship to the material and understanding what it's saying is where the magic so, happens. Okay, first of all, I, I mean, we're seriously going to obviously go over and whatever, but yeah. we're going to keep talking anyway because I have a question for you. So mm -hmm. to watch you talk about it, you light up, right? You mm -hmm. even said you had to calm down. Mm -hmm. So what in your life, because this is a love affair that has gone on for a while, but mm -hmm. it's clearly there's a magic of you, mm -hmm. right? Your magic. Mm -hmm. So how did watching, um, pulling apart, discovering, chomping on, mm -hmm. all of that. What did that give you that gave you the courage to be you? Yes. Because obviously it was not just my mom. There was, you know what I mean? There's other people that have influenced you and all that. Like I have my versions of the people, like the greats that yes. I, and it's not that I was looking to absorb them. I think I was always looking like if I think of the way I watched Carol Burnett growing mm -hmm. up, there was like, it's like I was I was like looking for what gave her the courage to be that. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. how, where does that come from? You know what I mean? I the think fearlessness. It's a, yeah, it's the same question that I asked my mom. And like if you ask them, it wasn't fearless because mm -hmm. they were afraid. Mm -hmm. But they did it anyway. So but like I watched that and then it's like, oh, there's that thing that I want. So I don't want what they have. I want my version of that. Right, right. right? And so I, I, the reason I'm intrigued and then I'm asking you the question is I find that it's something that I want to pass on to a younger generation or other people. Like, look there, not as a place to imitate, mm -hmm. but as a place to inspire, right? Because there's so much to learn from those people, whether, and they had people they learned from, sure. or maybe they didn't, or whatever that is. So what do you think it is that it gave you courage to be? I know exactly the answer to this question. What it is, is, you know, we are all God in drag. We are looking for the clues to remind for us who clues. we, who we really, really, really are. Mm. And I remember um, seeing uh, Dinah Ross and the Supremes on, they were the Supremes then, on the Ed Sullivan show, and seeing, they were all fabulous girls, but the girl in the middle... There was something. It was more than something. All the things I described before, the excitement about being there, the, the relationship to the material, uh, those were the that what was the evidence of God in my life. The God being whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm just using the word God. Mm -hmm. It's the evidence. I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing the source. I'm seeing the source. And that fearlessness, of course, God, whatever the thing is, has no fear. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just is. And so when I would hear the music or see the songs or just watch the performance, 
that is a mirror to myself. You know, and I've said and this. I, I think that's part of what happens, though, is you watch it and you feel free. You yes. absolutely, you recognize yes, yourself. Yes, I get chills. You that, recognize yourself. That is what happens. And there are people like, I mean, I for example, I think of, I think of Michael Jordan. It's random, yes. but like uh -huh. I don't really watch basketball. I don't mm -hmm. really watch sports. But even you can watch yes. a game and literally be like, "What the fuck is happening what, right it, there?" Yes, exactly. And it just makes you feel alive, and you're like, th "Like that's yes, yes, that's it." It's you recognize yourself. Mm. You recognize your own greatness. I mean, what I uh, you recognize other, your own. You greatness. don't see it often, but when you see it, when you see yeah. it, the same with Michael Jackson. I just saw the uh, Motown oh. 25 on TV the other night, <laughs> and uh, when he does the thing, oh. you see it. Happen, oh, you see yeah. the magic. And but you, you saw it happen when he was a little boy in that yes, old footage. You, you literally, do. it's like, it, do you remember that video um, with the Jackson Five when they throw the glitter? What was that? Oh, and, uh, and can my, you nah, feel nah, it? Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Right when that glitter goes, and I feel like that's what happens uh -huh. because it's it's the glitter that they've gotten from God or whatever yeah. it is. But then they they toss that glitter, and then you get covered that's in glitter. Right, yeah, right. That's and right. it's like you know, I was raised to believe there's enough sun for everybody, and there's enough glitter to share with that's all of right, us right. because. It's it's endless. It's, but it's en endless Veranzano pie. It's that not is just Veranzano. It's Full a Veranzano pie. Full circle There's, Veranzano. It's not just if you get a slice, that doesn't mean it's less for you. There's no. pie for There's everyone. Pie. There's Veranzano pie for everybody. <laughs> and I'm in for that. Two please. And butterberry cake. And butterberry cake. That's I right. loved talking with the two of you. Yes. We yes. love having you. So, so exciting. I'm so Such glad I got great, in that parking spot, guys. Such Same. a great career. Now I mean, get and out. the fact that there, you know, I, it didn't look like there was a blip, but you're saying there was a lull. The fact that you had the lull in between girlfriends in this means that you. I get. I got to become a woman during those years. You got to years. become a woman, and you got to become a legend. Oh, in please, that, that is in really awkward. Because. <laughs> You have you have sustained a career that, that doesn't happen. That's mm. not normal. You realize I to go from that. a hit show like that to this, and this show's going to be around forever. Mm. I really, I forever. really appreciate that. Well, good for you. Good for you, Tracy Ellis Ross. Thank you so much. It was lovely sitting thank with you, the two. Give thank my you. love to your lovely mother. I'm going to tell my mom you say hi. <laughs> She'll be very happy. She'll be so happy. She'll say, how's he doing? Yeah. How long is she on tour for? I don't know, but it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. It feels oh too long, God. but she she's magic on stage. She's magic, magic. It's bizarre. Thank you so much. Thank you. Michelle, until next time, my dear. Yes, baby. Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can't love yourself How in the hell you're gonna love Somebody else Can I get a name man And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes If you can't love yourself How in the hell you're gonna love Somebody else Amen hey, hey,